Week 74, 5 hours 45 minutes to Doomsday. Hey, hey, listeners, remember me? Not just a nostalgic memory, but a real live man cursed by the ravages of time. So we're back, and I don't know what happened, but it was like we just blinked out of existence for like two months. The nature of e-space dimensional pockets such as this one is that there can be quantum level negative linear time inversions, randomly causing non-fold space transient event leaps which while non-decay causing on organic life forms, do represent absentitial continuation effects. Yeah, I don't understand any of that. Sigh. It was a magic time stop, monkey boy. Can we, like, I don't know, let's just watch a movie. Free Jack, 1992. Bounty hunters from the future transport a doomed race car driver to New York City in 2009, where his mind will be replaced with that of a dead billionaire. Alex Furlong is about to die. And enter the year 2009, where immortality is only a heartbeat away, where money can buy anything. Shouldn't you consider an alternative body? Sorry to deceive you. Including life itself. They just grab somebody who's alive now. Take a look at these people, Alex. They've lived half their lives with no ozone layer. Tell me who's behind all this. I'm sorry. But I can't tell you that. Alex, don't you remember me? He died, Jewel. Someone paid to bring him back. I watched you die. 
come to my mind. Don't resist. Lose your mind, and you can live forever. Free Jack. is of course 1992's Free Jack. Runtime of one hour and 50 minutes, although it felt longer. Directed by Jeff Murphy, best known for 1985's The Quiet Earth, Young Guns 2, and Fortress 2. And I don't know, stuff. Starring Emilio Estevez as Alex Furlong, best known for being the least crazy member of the Sheen family, 1985's The Breakfast Club, and one of my all-time favorites, 1984's Repo Man. See, an ordinary person spends his life avoiding tense situations. Repo Man spends his life getting into tense situations. Mick Jagger as Vassendek, best known for being the lead singer of the Rolling Stones and the only man in the world that has made a living from doing the rooster walk. Okay, strut, 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 spin and rooster. Look, everyone, Homer's got it. I'm so hot for me. I'm so hot for me. I'm so cold. Okay, now, Skooma. Everybody's naughty. And freeze, finish. And, of course, Rene Russo as Julie Redland. Best known for most recently appearing as Fritcher in two of the Thor movies and 2019's Velvet Buzzsaw.
First impressions count. So apparently the future is full of fog and saxophone music. And as we've learned earlier in 2019 after the fall of New York, it's important to have someone on a random brass instrument. Estevez in this movie has like the worst alarm ever. Actually, everything about his life pre-dying is annoying. Even his beautiful girlfriend, Alex, who seems to like a bit of pre-race biting. People will say we're in love. Remember when 3D modelling was new and exciting? Yeah, the 90s do too. You always know it's the future because there's lots of coloured lasers. And really, we need more lasers. See? Told you they like the lasers. Everything is lasers with you. I'm telling you, smoke machines are what the people really all want to Look, I'm not a medical professional, and I may live in the future, but I know one thing. If you're going to be a future medical professional, you better wear a lot of tinfoil. It's not stupid. It's advanced. If this movie has taught me one thing, it's that cling wrap can keep anything fresh, including corpses. Dead girls never say no. In the future, lobotomies will have a sparking wire go up your nose. They taste like was that lucky that Alex like crashed his car near his house so everything linked in and he knew where he was? Just a little bit convenient. I say he did it on purpose. And of course, most importantly, Alex is a free jack. I'm sorry if I thought that you would change your mind. But I know that this time I have said too much, been too unkind. So I try to laugh about it.
Tell me what you learned and keep it nice. I learned in this movie that Alex's dead body is worth seven million dollars. Is that good? Is it bad? Is it more than, say, a turkey? Well, little column A, little column B. What would you get for Charlie's body? Shut up. Shut up. Stop. Move forward. One of the other things I learned about this movie that apparently in this future, all the cars are made of plastic and look like molemobiles. Oh no, my brains. And speaking of plastic, Mick's acting in this movie is on a new level. You can almost see him reading the cue card off the edge of the screen. I speak good. Now, I've eaten a fair few different things living on a junk heap. And admittedly now I can get whatever I want. But I know for the connoisseur, river rat is a complex meat. I'm Wilfred Brimley. I promise you, you'll feel better. See if I'm not right. One of the great things about living in the future is that every drink is brightly coloured water. I think one of the things that I learned most importantly about this future is that it has my kind of strip bar with 3D titties. Boobies! I also learned from this movie that the helmets from Spaceballs have been recycled for future cops. I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes! Speaking of recycling, Alex shouldn't do Arnie impressions. You ever seen a grown man naked? I also learned that you can never have too many neon hoops in your house. Pineapple princess, he calls me pineapple princess all day. And the final thing that we learned out of this movie is that if you really don't know what's going on, just wait for Anthony Hopkins to turn up and he will monologue his entire plan. Miami FLA Hitchhiked away across USA Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey Take a walk on the wild side Everybody's darling But she never lost her head Even when she was given head She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls go do 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 City is the place where they said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. I said, hey, Joe, take a walk on the wild side. Sugar Pump Fairy came and hit the streets. Looking for 
for soul food and a place to eat. Went to the Apollo. You should have seen him go, go, go. They said, hey, sugar, take a walk on the wild side. I said, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. All right. Huh. Just speeding away. Thought she was Jim Dean for a day. Then I guess she had to crash. Valium would have helped that fashion. I said, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. I said, Hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. And the colored girls say, Do, 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 Would you like to try something a little different? This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> Despite learning a few things, this movie did generate a lot of questions. Like, what's the spiritual switchboard? Can you get put on hold? Can you be disconnected? What happens if you get across the line? And most importantly, is there a spiritual switchboard sex line? Oh yeah, snap those panties off. Why is it in the future that everything is converted to sectors? What happened to neighbourhoods? Villages, all those sort of things. Blocks. Yeah, well, you, you got to pay more for that. It's the future. We've got the ability to transfer someone's soul into another body using some sort of weird computer, but apparently we still need translators in meetings. I didn't actually think about that. 
Why is it that in the future, if you're poor, that automatically means you're sick? Is that everyone out on the street just randomly dosed with, like, strange drugs? Here, have some germs, poor person. Help! Help! A street thug on roller skates has stolen my girlfriend! How is it that Alex can walk around in the open despite his face being on every single billboard with a ransom? It's not something you can teach with mere words. What does keep my grandma smiling mean? I mean, granddad might be able to answer that, but I'm not sure I want to know. More jazz. Now, the stuff with Anthony Hopkins is great, but do you think that they just, like, took the scenes from Woodmar Man and stuck Anthony Hopkins' face on it? And that old guy sure loves to wave his stick around. Now, apparently keeping a soul in the switchboard uses a lot of power and technology and blah 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 so if it was really, you know, time-sensitive and power-sensitive, why did they waste all that power on landscapes and weird blocks? It's not stupid. It's advanced. Why is it that in usual fashion, uh, one of the key problems of this movie is solved with a gun when Julie shoots the mind transfer device? Do you think she thought that through and won whether it was going to kill everybody in the room first? No, she just fucking shot it. Premature ejaculation is no laughing matter. And at the end of it all, I think the biggest question we have is, does body hopping ever work out well?
Your time is almost up. So give me your final thoughts. Wrapping up this movie, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on. None of it really good. Uh, but uh, obviously, Bonejackers is the worst name for a job ever. And on that note, why are Bonejackers bad shots? Are they stormtroopers? Here's a tip for you kids at home. Hitting someone on the head that's wearing a helmet is pretty pointless. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. On a similar note, convenient copper wiring is convenient and stupid. Stupid! You're so stupid! Mick Jagger looks like he's wearing a plastic salad bowl on his head with a GoPro stuck on top. It's not stupid. It's advanced. Need to get through the office quick? Hold a gun to Julie's head. That'll open every door in the building. Premature ejaculation is no laughing matter. And remember, kids, it's all about love, apparently. Watching Alex and McCandless having a psychic mind fight looks like some bad 90s video game cutscene. I gave myself a boost, Doctor. Virtual reality is not just a simulation. It's a whole other world. A new electric dimension. A utopia, Doctor. The utopia that men have dreamed of for a thousand years and I'll be the conduit. And shock ending, dun, dun, dun. it's all a trick, and Mick is in on it. And I think the only way to end this is the same way the movie does. With a song by the Scorpions.
versus the Doomsday Clock, a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch versus the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous, Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.